Greetings and salutations. This is our ZB cast. We are excited tonight. We're going to have three special guests, which is our most guests ever. And my name is Jeff, and I will be uh, helping out today. And with me, I have our normal band of Merry Brothers. And we have John, Aaron, and David. And so tonight, our three guests are going to share with us a little bit about a volunteering opportunity and a ministry opportunity that is very exciting and something that hopefully some of you might get excited about and be able to help out with. Uh, We will also discuss uh, some donation opportunities and volunteering opportunities, and we'll wrap it up with uh, some ZB picks as far as what we are thankful for. Recently, before, the, before we get started, we should at least say Happy Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Yes, Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you. Continue. <laughs> um, our, our three guests with us tonight are from the uh, Colburn Road Restoration Branch's Women's Department, who recently took an opportunity to go out and uh, share in a, a ministry at the Ronald McDonald House in downtown Kansas City. So we're going to ask them a little bit about their experiences, how that came about, and, and what they might have taken from that experience. Would you ladies mind introducing yourselves? My name is Kathy Gilmore, Sue Manning, and Megan Rhodes. Thank you guys for being here with us tonight. So how did you guys first get hooked up with the Ronald McDonald House? Who started that? It was actually uh, Bonnie Anderson's idea, since she's the women's leader at Colburn Road, and she wanted to do a service project. And that was our idea, was to go to the Ronald McDonald House. What made you think about going well, first, down David, can you, I, I, I'm not sure all our listeners might know what the Ronald McDonald House is. Could you just tell, could one of you just tell us, um, and Sue, could you tell us what the Ronald McDonald House is? Sure. It is a place for families to stay when they have family members in the hospital or even as an outpatient. Uh, it's close to the Children's Mercy, so a lot of the families have kids in the hospital. Uh, I saw one little girl there that was obviously a chemo patient and they lived there and would go over daily for her um, her therapy and they can spend the night for $10 a night but if they don't have $10 for each night it's free and they said that they had just sent a family home that had been there for almost a year but the average stay is about a week. So how big, how big is the, did you were able to walk around the Ronald McDonald House? How big is it? Yeah, well, there's two. There's two. There, one, and I don't know how many was in the, the two-story, the other one, the 30, 30 rooms. And, 30 um, Where are they at again? Downtown somewhere. Oh, downtown Kansas City. Are they, are they, close, to the, the are they close to Children's Mercy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We talk a lot about doing things. We talk a lot about providing ministries at church. But what interested us in, in is the fact that these ladies actually went out and did something during this Thanksgiving season. And, and it's a time that a lot of us, it's, it's on our mind to help out. But they actually went out and did something. So that was why we, we were interested in having you guys here with us tonight. We thank you for taking the time to be here. Megan, what was the best part of the experience for you being down there? Um, actually, when we first stepped out of the vans... Uh, there was ladies sitting right next to the front door on the outside and we jumped out and we were starting to take all the food inside and this lady just immediately started talking to us and said thank you guys so much for doing this it means so much to me my family I just had a baby five weeks ago and she's uh, she he I'm not sure was in the hospital and I had surgery and I can't do a lot for myself right now and for my family and so we're just so appreciative of you guys being here and helping provide for our family and just hearing that before they had even tasted our food before they had even seen what we were cooking for them 
they were already thanking us, and that meant a lot to me. So you mentioned that you guys had food. Kathy, what, what was your main purpose for going down to the Ronald McDonald House? It was to provide a dinner for the, the 50 people that, that lived there. And so um, how, how many people were part of your volunteering opportunity that took part in this? At this house, you could take up to 15 volunteers, and we had 11 go with us and prepare the food. Did you prepare it on site, or did you take it all with you, or how, we, how did it go? We prepared the meat at, at home, and then we prepared the rest of the food down there. They have a kitchen there that you can take your food in and prepare it, and then you set it up buffet style, and the families come through and, and eat throughout the night whenever they can come in for um, for dinner, whenever they're available. And there were others who who donated food and baked rolls that sent desserts. with us, but they did, yeah, and desserts, but they didn't travel down with us. So really it was more than just 11 that participated in the whole thing. Do you, do you foresee this being something that maybe you do once a year, or is this going to be something that you see a well, continuance yeah, for? planned on doing it again in the spring, but after that night we all talked that we need to do it more frequently. Are there, are there lots of volunteers who take part in this? I mean, is that something that, I mean, what, not, not you all volunteers, but are there, is there like almost regular schedule of different groups that partake in this? And, every and night. Every night? Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's a lot. So that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of people in the community there that are, are coming together right. to help this this opportunity. And there are two houses that you can take food to, and there's a house in, inside Children's Mercy that you can take food. So, so there's three places that that are provided food, and the man there told us that um, they only spend a thousand dollars a year for the two houses on food. Everything else is donated. Wow, wow. that's amazing. Absolutely. So three groups a night for every day of the year. Mm -hmm. Over a thousand, basically a thousand groups volunteering mm -hmm. a year. And then in addition to just bringing the food in and preparing food, they need volunteers to help clean the houses and that type of thing, wash their laundry and all so those more things than just as food. well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't participate in that this time, but maybe at a future time. Was it, was it easy to get involved? I mean, was it, was, I know some volunteering opportunities seem to be a little bit more difficult to engage in. I mean, was it relatively easy to get scheduled and do those types of things do, from your understanding? Um, yeah, for the most part, it was pretty easy just to, as soon as I could make contact with the, the person, um, then it was really easy. She just signed us up on a day that we had picked far enough in advance, and, um, and then we just scheduled our food and and went in, so it was it was pretty easy to do. So do they just give you some uh, basic overarching like thing, like say, okay, we have about forty people, needs to be a meal for about that many? Or do they just give you like the broad parameters and let you run with it? Yeah, it, for this house that we went to, it was fifty people that you had to prepare a meal for, and they just kind of said, preferably not tacos, spaghetti, you know, that sort get of that thing, because they get that three a lot. or four times a week. Right, they said. These families need more comfort type food, like so meat and potatoes. So that's what we did, and um, and then they said if you can't can't provide for 50, let us know, and they'll pull food out of the freezer that they have there ready for any given night that they don't have volunteers. Did you have leftovers you left with them? Lots of leftovers. <laughs> did, they, did they say anything like nothing with peanuts, nothing with uh, shellfish? No. You know, for allergies and. I imagine if they had those dietary needs, maybe they'd just provide for Absolutely those individually. So, Kathy or Sue, did you guys have a, a memorable experience from that night that you'd want to share? Uh, just going down and providing this 
service was, um, for me, I, I always enjoy that type of thing, but also just being able to visit with a few of the families that were there and, and um, they were so appreciative, like Megan said, of us <coughs> even coming down. Uh, there was a gentleman I talked to that his wife had been there for two weeks and now he was there for two weeks and they're just kind of going back and forth and so it's a very difficult time for them but yet this is kind of a safe haven for them and so for me that was kind of nice to be able to participate in that and provide a service there. Um, mine was just the overall experience being there. I didn't visit a lot with the people that was kind of a difficult I usually don't have problems talking, but I wasn't sure what I could ask, you know, well, what are you here for? Because they may not want to talk about it or they may burst out into tears. So, you know, that was kind of a tough situation because, uh, well, there was one lady there that I thought maybe she was going to burst out in tears any minute. So um, it was not a real easy thing to, but they approached us. And I had a couple of them approach me and say, oh, thank you so much. And, and we were able to talk a little bit. But it wasn't quite as difficult as I expected. But it was just um, the overall experience. I'd never been down there and had never had anything to do with Ronald McDonald House. And he gave us a tour, the, the guy that was in charge that night. And it was just really neat to see what all they did. And one of the things I really like, not that I would plug Coca-Cola, although I drink my share, I was very impressed that they uh, have their Coke machines there and they bring their Cokes for free. Oh. It's a quarter to get a drink and that quarter goes to the Ronald McDonald House. But Coca-Cola does it all over the world at all the Ronald McDonald Houses. So, so, so Coca-Cola stocks and refills the machine on their dime. Right. But all the money that they get in the vending machine then goes directly to the Ronald McDonald exactly. House. Exactly, exactly. So if you're in the neighborhood, you need to swing in and grab a Coke for a quarter, for a quarter and support mm -hmm. the Ronald McDonald House. Or go to your local QT and pick up a Coke and support them. <laughs> and I'll just $20 from Coca-Cola in my pocket right now. <laughs> okay, so for those that can't cook or provide food, what can people do to help the Ronald McDonald House? I mean, obviously they can give financial donations and Coke machines, but what else can they do? They have a wish list that's on the internet. You can go there and see what their needs are off of this wish list. They have like pretty much emergency wish list and then just an overall everyday wish list. And so that would be one way that you could provide a service. Now on the on the wish list, are they just like uh, paper clothing, towel? Well, it's like paper towels, okay. toilet paper, and then there are there is food food products like okay. that, that would stock their pantry, and then paper plates and so mm -hmm. forth. That all sorts of things. So by and large, household products that are easy to mm -hmm. go get. Mm -hmm. Did you guys also say they have like cleaning type crews versus the food type crews? Yeah, um, I don't know if those are. are paid people that come in or they do have they do have volunteer people that come in and you know clean up the toys and sanitize them and yeah he he said there were several things just odd things that needed to be done on a routine basis that they just couldn't get done without volunteer help and one was that he had actually sanitized all the toys 
before we got there and so we dried them and put those away and he said it was just a whole routine list that they needed to do each week that they needed help with and he said if anyone wanted to come that he had plenty of things for them to do they had nothing to do with cooking or eating i know they also have a program where a lot of schools will collect um, pop tabs um, and so if you send in your pop tabs and collect them um, it's a higher grade aluminum in the pop tabs and so somebody will donate a good chunk of money just for pop tabs and so it's something that's really easy to collect you can collect hundreds and thousands of pop tabs in a very small space but you can donate those around mcdonald house as well and in my school's um, a lady that works in my school her daughter-in-law works at the Ronald mcdonald house as like pr or something and so she's going to come in and we're going to start doing that as a school a lot of schools do pop tabs one thing that kind of surprised, well, I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but it did. And I was a little disappointed in it. They're very green. And so they wanted us to use plates and not paper plates. And their kitchen was really set up. I mean, it's like four mini kitchens there together. So they had four refrigerators and four stoves and four dishwashers. So we didn't have to wash that many dishes, but I really expected them to use paper plates and plastic forks and we didn't have enough forks we had to eat with spoons and knives cut our meat with spoons and knives because there wasn't enough forks to go around well i thought well i'll just buy some plastic forks and donate them because i'm not green in my heart but um, <laughs> they are they're they're you know that's a big deal that they're green and, and try to conserve and everything you think about how many if they 365 days a year they were throwing away 50 sets of plasticware that'd be a lot of that's true waste. that's true but i was only there one meal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, i was envisioning that they would use uh something similar like schools the lunch trays and things like that but I guess the they... plates must have been donated oh yeah everything there's donated because they didn't match no oh, there okay. were no match matching sets of glasses or plates or silverware do we know, um, I'm sure somebody knows, and I just didn't prepare before coming, but what's the association with McDonald's? Uh, I don't know, except they supplied the coffee. I think if I remember correctly, and Kathy might be able to, I think there were some people at McDonald's who kind of founded the idea, but I think McDonald's, the corporation itself, has not a whole lot of interchange with the Ronald McDonald houses as a whole. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're a, they're not really that tied together. He didn't list them as being a corporate sponsor because Coke was and the sleep number beds. Those are all donated. Uh, every bed in the Ronald McDonald house is a sleep number bed. Um, and another cleaning company, yeah. the Snola. But, yeah, yeah, I expected to see more McDonald logos here and there. It was on the coffee packages, and Ronald is sitting out on the bench on the front, and that was it. With his arm out and his yeah, leg crossed. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what about people that uh, might be listening to this and because they're in the, the holiday spirit might want to go and do their own volunteering effort? Do you guys have any other ideas for things that people can get out and do this holiday season in the way of things that you might have done in the past or other ideas? Well, I worked one summer at Lunch Partners in Independence, and uh, I know that they're very short on help now. And Lunch Partners used to be open five days a week, and now they're only three days a week. And I know that they can use a lot of help. And one year, um, I took my parents down there on Thanksgiving Day, and we cooked and fed the folks. And it was a pretty good lunch. And it's... Um, 
an interesting group. It's a very mixed bag that comes through there, uh, but there's a lot of families with kids that come through too. So I think that's a well worth some time. Of course, we'll all be seeing the uh, ladies and gentlemen with the bells and the red right. kettles out in front of the stores here That's before right. too long. All right, so we uh, really appreciate you three coming and uh, talking and sharing with us, and hopefully we can uh, get you back again. So thank you very much for coming. Well, thank you. Oh, wait, challenge for next time, double housing. Man, two houses, you know. Man, two houses, that's yeah. a good idea. We can do it. Yeah, we could. Why don't we you could. help cook them? <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we, uh, we really appreciate the ladies coming out. Uh, we, uh, as, we're, as we're thinking about Thanksgiving and celebrating Thanksgiving, uh, John had had some thoughts that he wanted to kind of help us ponder about. Well, there is nothing I hate more than throwing something away that I know is perfectly useful. So I started thinking... You know, there's all sorts of stuff out there that we can donate. So while we're done using it, we can donate to other people for them to use it. Just off the top of your head, guys, what are some things you can think of in your house that you can just get rid of uh, and let go to somebody else to use? Clothes. Clothes. Yeah, clothes. Shoes. Shoes. We're going to donate this podcast episode as soon as we're done recording it. <laughs> Very true. Yes. Free to all of us. Free. Well... Now, I know you guys have used Google, right? So they have this autocomplete on it. So you start typing in something and it gives you, did you want this? So what I had done is I typed in donate and it started giving me all these things that you can donate. So a couple of things that I found that you can donate, you can donate old appliances. So you want to get rid of a fridge, uh, stove, dishwasher, whatever. Obviously you can get rid of books. Uh, those go uh, to schools, libraries. Uh, military uh, cell phones, old DVDs, and I, and I didn't think about this one. You can actually get rid of your old guy, eyeglass frames. Hmm, so, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think you're the only one here that wears eyeglasses, but but just the same. Many of our listeners probably do. For those non-eagle eye people out there, <laughs> I'm sorry for you. <laughs> this is kind of a funny one. Well, it's it's actually probably not funny at all. David's kind of frisky tonight. He's the whole. <laughs> but, but this this. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, like I said, this, this is kind of, it's interesting. It's not funny. But you can actually donate farm animals. So what you do with this farm animal that you donate, you, it goes to a third world country that then lives off of whatever that farm animal does. So be it milk, eggs, things like that. So like I said, it's, it's not funny because there are people out there that don't have those sort of things. So how do they... I mean, I would think shipping and handling on a farm animal would now be that, pretty exorbitant. The, the logistics, I don't know. I just know that you can do it. And then the people can then... I'm not sure. Would a chicken make it to, like, Zimbabwe? And I, you know, I'm trying to think of... I'm sure you would get in touch with a satellite. Wouldn't office. it be cheaper to sell the goat here and buy a goat there? Let me say this. If anybody hey, listening to this podcast ever donates a farm animal, please, please, please let Absolutely. us know. We want, we, want we want you on this show. <laughs> We would love to have that. That'd be a great episode. Absolutely. I know another another uh, donation opportunity. I have uh, I had a lot of help, a lot of friends that helped out. But uh, I re-roofed my house a few years ago, and I had a bunch of roofing supplies left over. Hmm. And uh, you can donate um, building materials to um, 
let's see, Habitat for Humanity has like a center where you can donate your stuff and some stuff they keep and they use on the houses. Other things they, they sell and they use those profits to help fund projects for Habitat for Humanity. So that's a great, if you have leftover building supplies, that's a great way. They'll come and pick them up if you have enough stuff or if it's big enough. And so that was a really good way to get some stuff I didn't need anymore and they needed it. And so it was a great way to, to donate some things. Uh, some other things you can get rid of is old gym equipment. So if any of you have been suckered into buying the as-seen-on-TV gym equipment, like, what's, what's that bar where you shake it back and forth and the vibrations gets you into shape? Yeah, I know you guys talking about. I've missed that one. You've never seen that? I've never, never seen that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube. If anybody listening to the podcast has ever bought one of those, please, please, please let us know. We'd like to have you on and laugh at you. <laughs> well, yeah, there's the gazelle. <laughs> And uh, what's that? The ab lounge? They sell those a d- There you go. You can donate parts of your liver and still live. Uh, you can donate. Nothing says Happy Thanksgiving like a liver <laughs> portion surgery. of your liver. Uh, you can donate Sky Miles. I've heard this one. You can donate yeah. for to like uh, the military or to military organizations that will fly like soldiers or their families places. I think so. You Almost any reward points reward program now has some sort of donation side to it whether it be holiday or, i mean hotel points or yeah that's a good one yeah have you guys ever heard of freerice.com no i have heard of that have you ever been there yeah you answer trivia questions yeah, right you, and they you, donate you, rice if uh, you get the trivia right it's grammar yeah, do you want to see it really quick no it, it's no no it, it is kind of funny i mean it only takes a couple seconds to look at. when you go in there it's just you they give you a word and you get multiple choice if you get it right it tells you you just earn five grains at a time or something like that it's Hmm. What's it called? Freerice.com? Yeah. People can do that. So how many how many hours have you, do you think you've donated to Freerice.com? Oh, I only did a couple. They get harder the more you answer, and I wasn't very good after that. Yeah, like after about five questions, they get pretty hard. Wouldn't you think that they've already decided how much rice they're giving because they've already got their donors giving? It's a good question. Oh, no. I think this it's is just promotional. <laughs> promotional. <the> user base. <laughs> I don't know. It was entertaining. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, to, to finish this off, you can donate old trophies. And this is, uh, this is kind of funny. You can donate uh, prom dresses because you only go to prom once and only wear that <laughs> dress once. <laughs> you know, it might be worth um, discussing ways to donate in addition to items. You know, yeah. everybody knows about like Salvation Army or Goodwill. Goodwill but, you know, one that... Like your farm animals. Like, Who would you contact? How would you do that? <laughs> you know, one, though, that um, has new, been new to me this year, uh, Megan has gotten involved with Free Cycle. You get on, you, you subscribe, and then you start receiving emails of people who are giving stuff away. And then you can send out emails and say, hey, I've got this thing that I want. And then people reply and say, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. And you just, you work out who's going to come by and pick it up. So that's a little bit better than just putting it out on the curb and having right. somebody drive by. Exactly. So I know my neighborhood, if I just put it on the curb, I mean, there's times where I've been taking stuff up to the curb and it disappears while I'm going and getting the next thing to take to the curb. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> so you can bring it to your house. You can bring it to my house, put it on my curb, and it'll disappear. Nice. And there was, there was one time where there was a family across the street that was taking the stuff, and so I just we just started carrying it right to the house versus taking it to the curb and then to the house. We just took it right over. Just helped carry it. Free delivery. <laughs> I know another one, and I wish I could remember the name of it right now, but for we, we have two small children, and we have lots of old toys. That we're all, I, I hate to just throw these toys away, and I, I Googled a company that took used, used toys locally, and that, that's something that should be easy to find. I, I wish I had the exact name of it, but that's a good, a good route to go for old toys that are just sitting in the, in the basement. If, you have any, if anybody knows how anybody has um, children's coats or old coats, 
I know at my school or that I'm the that I work at, we give away clothes and coats at a record pace. We have kids that are coming to school when it's 40 degrees out that are wearing shorts and t-shirts. And so, um, so how, how do they get, do they just contact you directly you or contact they... me directly? I, my, my, actually my librarian last weekend spent half the day on Saturday, just driving around to her friend's houses and picking up old used coats. I mean, so wow. really anybody on our staff, I mean, you can email me at Jeff at zinebound.com. If you have old coats that you want to, that you don't need anymore, adults, kids, whatever age we have, well, once last year, right around Christmas time, we had a, a, a clothing drive where we had a bunch of clothes donated, and we let families come in and just get whatever they needed to take part in. And so there's a lot, there's a, there's a big needs out there just for things like clothes that you don't have to necessarily go through those routes, but there's a lot of different organizations that are trying to get meet the needs for people. Cool. I don't know about you guys, but I'm in the spirit of the season, do you think Zionbound could take it upon itself to like organize some sort of uh, like a... a, a What's the, a sweepstakes house or something where people could donate old currency, old checks, old cash, old coins that they have sitting around the house that they don't want anymore. They could just email us and blank and checks, blank checks. I mean, just old checkbooks that are sitting around, you know, and hundred dollar bills. I mean, whatever, whatever they people have and we can find a nice home for it here at Zionbound. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I think that they had to make it out to Zionbound first if it's a blank check. Okay. That's probably not a bad idea. That way we know where it's supposed to be going. <laughs> right. At the very least, write your, write your account balance so we don't overdraw. Yeah, we wouldn't want, we wouldn't want to, yeah, we don't want to waste the check. Right? from us to, no. to penalize you. So happy Thanksgiving from us to you. We'll, we'll be happy to take your old currency for you. Okay. okay. I do have some Honduran currency that I could uh, maybe hold. So you'll get it started. Get <laughs> yeah. the ball rolling. Thanks okay. to Jeff, our first donor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To wrap this up. Uh, also, in the spirit of the season, we have not revisited our ZB picks for some months now. I believe it was back in August. So, we will take a moment and say what we're thankful for. Now, I'll go ahead and start. I'm most thankful for, uh, we just recently sold our house and bought a new one and have gotten moved in. And that is what I'm thankful for most of the season. You're no longer living in your parents' basement. That's right. Woo! Yeah! Well, I'm, I'm very thankful for so many things. Just a few days ago, maybe it was a couple weeks ago now, I was um, driving around someplace and just struck me of just how absolutely blessed I am. And um, I'm just, I'm so thankful for good friends, a good family. I, I have my dream job. Um, and so I, I just feel very thankful about so many things that it's just, it's even hard to calculate really what I'm thankful for. He took mine. <laughs> Your dream job? I'm not thankful no, for anything because he took mine. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> this all needs to be cut. <laughs> no, 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 I think this is no. great. <laughs> Mr. Rhodes. <laughs> so I will say that you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is my son and my wife. It's just amazing. I mean, I'm sure every parent feels this way, but it's just amazing the, uh, the joy that your spouse and your son can bring into your life. And in particular, I recognize God's part in bringing them into my life. And so I'm very thankful to him for those gifts in my life. Um, but, you know, more immediately relevant, just the other day I was I was contemplating some, some different uh, different things in my life, and I asked God specifically for, you know, some, some instructions, some guidance on that. And we, we had checked out this parenting book from the library and I plopped it in and although it's great for parenting instruction 
Uh, it turns out that it also was very relevant to this thing in my life that I was interested in. And so God, you know, had already prepared the way before I'd answered, and so I'm very thankful for that. I would, I would echo Aaron's sentiments. I'm, I'm so thankful for my family, my kids, my wife. I, I, I read in the news a lot about things that go on, and, and I just can't imagine sometimes the suffering and, and, and pain that, and hardships that people encounter uh, that maybe not are not their fault. But uh, each new day with children's a, an adventure, and I, I think he said it very well. Okay, so hopefully um, this DB cast finds you thankful and joyous in all that you do. I know that um, I'm thankful for this this new opportunity that the four of us have to get together and talk on a regular basis and hopefully uh, we can bring you a little a little joy in your life as you listen and we, we really enjoy hearing from you. So if you have something that you're thankful for you'd like to share, please feel free to email us and at this time I'll turn it over to Aaron. We are very thankful for you guys listening. Until we are together at last in Zion, let us remain Zion bound. <laughs>